0: Yes. Do you like Do you like uh, being a vagabond? No, I actually don't. Oh. I like sitting and, and, and recording. Well, guys, sorry for Marcus. This is <laughs> This is uh, Zebras in America Road Edition Four, coming to you yes. live from a helicopter flying over the San Bernardino Valley by uh, by a captain by the name of Stormy Weathers action news 11. action news 11 with really bushy eyebrows this is ebers in america podcast if you didn't get that, that was a reference to shortcuts uh, the brilliant ensemble piece from 1993 by robert altman rest in peace yes which ignoia point re- yeah the 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 the, the <coughs> after rewatching it now so so i rewatched it this weekend mm-hmm. i rewatched a bunch of movies mm-hmm. um And after rewatching it, it's even... I mean, I always had trouble with Magnolia anyway, Mm -hmm. but after watching it again, Mm -hmm. and both have Julian Moore. That's true. Well, that... Yeah, I mean, there's a reason. I mean, Paul Thomas Sanders has always been open about that. So... And they both end with, like, unexplained circum... Like, a weird phenomenon that that spoiler alert but I mean come on if you if you're listening to this podcast you and haven't decades seen decades to see both movies I'm I'm pretty sure the Venn diagram of people that listen to this podcast and have watched Magnolia is a circle and I think the Venn diagram people of this uh, who listen to this podcast who who have watched shortcuts is almost is close to a circle agreed um, on a couple of episodes for fun mm-hmm. I I wrote a, I put a survey on there mm-hmm on attached to our podcast. Right. And so far um only one person has answered. And I I want to say that, you know, <coughs> in until we get too many survey questions, I feel like reading reading some of these things on the air okay. is like a cool thing to do. Sure. Um and one and one one person, you know, it's a start. Yeah, you, got you, start it. You, somewhere. Have, you have to start somewhere. You know, my ex-girlfriend's grandfather mm-hmm. uh, started a a real business of selling um, art on velvet, paintings on velvet in, in Tijuana, Mexico. Okay. And he started that by selling chiclets on the street. Yesterday was Yom Kippur, it was a, hol- a Jewish holiday of atonement. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask, Marcus, do you forgive me? Of course. Thank you. I also want to say... That I appreciate your friendship, and I think you're a great guy. Thanks,
1: man. Likewise. Wait, that that means the same, no, I meant whatever, same to you. I didn't mean the same. Right, yeah, no, I, mean, I understand. Yeah. I'm
0: trying to, <coughs> why is this, it's making me not find, okay, that's not what I want, guys. Oh, the survey? Yeah. Oh. We'll deal okay. with the survey another time. Sure. Um, but the one person who answered did say that he wanted more, um, director rap names. Oh okay that he was that he was a big fan of Bars von Trier. So I just want to say that Steven coming through with the Steelberg is oh, coming shit. through. Wow and, uh, Lucretia Cartel right just had a new movie premiere at uh, New York Film Festival. Yes he did which she did She did. She did. Yeah. Lucretia Martel is a lady. Lucretia Cartel is her rap name because of um, because of rap's interest in mob movies Absolutely. and mob motifs.
1: They also like to spaz on the mic. So it's like one of my favorite Canadian filmmakers, Guy Madden,
0: uh, goes by Guy Spazzin when he's behind when he's in the booth. That's true. And actually this guy would like us to do commentary for a Guy Madden film.
1: Oh man, are you kidding? Yeah, he said, came God, to the right place. No, for he, that.
0: he he this kid he's not kid, but he's 23. So he's he's a young guy.
1: I like young people showing interest in a director like Guy Madden.
0: Yeah. Who I, who is a big fan. of of uh, both of them to me's uh, films. Guy Madden's um, composer, the guy who composes all of his movies, mm-hmm. uh, met, like, came up to me at Sundance after Newlyweeds yeah. and, like, complimented me and I was like, oh, what? holy shit, that's no, awesome. And, and he was like, send me an email as, I, you know, if you have questions, you know, it's, it can be hard to navigate and I emailed him Wow. And and he responded. Oh, that's great. Yeah, he was like a really cool dude. <coughs> and tell um, him I love uh, his music
1: on saddest music in the world. That
0: I haven't, great. you know, I haven't spoken to him in a while because sure. his his sort of advice was this is really hard. You have to buy. A, he said to verbatim, you have to buy a lot of sushi for people. Okay. And um, no, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. And like, it's you have to be present and and always say yes. Right. And all of that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. and that's like all I can that's all I can do from here you know what I mean right So I haven't I haven't asked him anymore I I am gonna ask him one time when when I start I'm hoping the next film I score not not necess- I mean not necessarily I'm two film but that would be nice. Mm-hmm. The next film I score I want to do I want to work with an orchestra so I have some questions and um, right. Cool. He's he's. I have two guys I would ask. I would ask him and my childhood friend Dan Romer who scored *Beast of the Southern Wild* yes. and *Beast of, of No Country*. Nice. And um, a lot of oh, other things wait, too. *Beast of No Nation*. *Beast of No Nation*. And the that that Aubrey Plaza nun movie that just came right. out on right, right, DVD. Right, right. I forgot the name of it, but yes. And um, and also it just it, he just got announced he's doing like *Far Cry 5 Okay. Good stuff. Yeah, good. I'm. I'm like super happy for him, and I'm. I'm just like, could you just throw an eighth of your work to me? Mm-hmm. I would really like it. Yeah. Um, it's all good. Wow. You're very loud. Oh, good. Yeah, we got this. Cool. Yeah, shortcuts. It really, really fine crafted film. Also, I like the shortcuts. Is a movie when I
1: used to be addicted to buying criterions. By the way, I have over 300 have, spines, and I stopped buying spines? movies like 2000. That, that's what they're called. You have
0: 300 Criterion films or yes. 300 DVDs? No, three, no 300 Criterion I feel, like, I feel like you've lent me 300 DVDs. Yeah, right? I, um, have, I have to give you back some. That's fine.
1: That's a movie, though, when people are like, with, with the Criterion collection, why do you spend so much money on a DVD? Shortcuts is one of the examples I give, because not only do you get this like cool double disc with great uh, special features, great commentary, blah, 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 but you get the book, too. They give you the Shortcuts book. Oh, by, by, by Raymond Carver. Yes. So,
0: I think that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. No, that that's very cool. Um, and yeah, the, that 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 movie is like, yes, yeah, that's, that's a great movie. I think there were some incredible performances. Chris Penn... Yes. Is his he's 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 an animal in that movie.
1: Yeah, he's an animal, and it's also like. Prior to the events that happened towards the end, he's a guy to some degree I kind of feel for, because it's like, you know, he's married to a woman, played by Jennifer Jason Lee, who does, like, phone sex uh, to make money, and it, that's one of those things where, like, everyone does it, but, like, she does it around him, and not even to, like, taunt him, that's just like her job. It's very matter-of-fact, and Robert Altman hammers his home, because she'll be, like, folding laundry you know, like, while she's, you know, like
0: you know. hanging out with her kids, exactly talking about some very dirty stuff. But that's still, no
1: matter what, any man—well, not maybe any man, but most men—that that that will get to you after a while. Hearing, you know, your wife talk, even if it's an anonymous stranger, and you really get that acted out, just all in his face and his mannerisms. It's not like he's he's talking too much during the scenes that
0: bother right. him. It's just like, oh, my wife's talking dirty to, you know, some fucking guy. And 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 uh, ostensibly, she's tired after work and doesn't want to talk dirty when they <coughs> when they make love. Even worse, yes. Which, 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 yeah. so so you're in, you're not surprised when he does what he does at the end of the movie but you're you are surprised. Yeah, I mean okay. yes. you're not surprised that he would do that but you're like oh that 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 was unexpected. Yeah. Definitely unexpected. Yeah. Uh Robert Downey Jr plays a cad. Yeah, and and, and Chris Penn's buddy. Chris Penn's buddy. He, he like he he equates like jazz music to a warm vagina. But he yeah. does not use that word. <laughs> it's weird, and, I, and and I feel like it was unscripted as well. Yep. And uh, Julian Moore, Matthew Modine, or if Matthew, or if he was in the South, Matthew Codine. All right. Right. Matthew right. Codine. Yeah. All day. That, all purple. Day, that purple. That yeah, purple man. stuff.
1: Julian. Okay. Here's another thing. She's too. good in that. fucking I was gonna movie. say, like, like an ensemble, especially an ensemble movie like that. It's not always when everyone, everyone does out, their job, though. she stands out amongst the a- Yep. Like. My God, Madeline Stowe, Tim Robbins. Like, I don't Madeline, even list the whole Mad- movie. No, Madeline but, you know? Stowe
0: in that mm-hmm. movie is yeah. out of control. She's... Yeah. I love her. And she's...
1: for Yeah, she's very sexy in that movie. Yes, she For is. just like a mom. Like, she doesn't dress up all super... Yeah, well, I think Madeline Stowe in general is sexy. She's, just a, by she's a beautiful woman. Beautiful and sexy. Sure. Because you can be about, beautiful and not. Sometimes oh yeah, there's um, a Venn diagram, and she is that, Ven- she's that middle part. No, Madeline oh. Stowe is great.
0: Uh, and yeah, I mean, all the women in that movie are amazing. Yes, she I is. Yes, she is. The uh, the, the cello player, that's one. of That's probably the saddest story. Oh man, yes. Yeah. The cello player with the jazz
1: singing mom, Uh Deborah Winger. Yeah, um, she was often compared. She got compared to Daryl Hannah
0: a lot in her career. That, that's why after a while that, she unfortunately, stopped. Unfortunately, that makes sense.
1: And, and unfortunately, kind. Of, I'm not gonna say it ruined her career, but like you didn't. Deborah Winger didn't pop up. Um, not she's not Deb. De, uh, Deb Debra Winger. Uh, what what's her name? She's the she's the female lead in Footloose. And anyway, that's true. You didn't see her too much in the 2000s. I can't believe I just called her Deborah Winger. Who's um, Deborah Winger? Deborah Winger is legendary. She's Officer and Gentleman. Oh yeah. Um, the mom in um, Rachel getting married. Uh,
0: anyway, yeah. That yeah yeah. It's a very heartbreaking story. So yeah, I think that's a great. I think it's a great movie, and I think it's. It's worthy of a rewatch. Absolutely. And I think anyone who's a Wes Anderson fan... I, I, who's unreasonably a Wes Anderson fan... Yeah. Should go... Not Wes Anderson. P.T. Anderson. Yeah.
1: I was going to say... No, Wes Anderson too. He loves his ensemble movies. Sure. He's worked with some Robert Alvin actors. But yeah.
0: Paul Thomas Anderson. No, yeah. like... I think there's other directors that I think Wes Anderson... Clearly takes a shine yeah. off of. A thousand percent. Um, I just like... I don't even think P.T. Anderson would deny
1: he co-directed Wayne Robert Altman on his last movie uh, yeah Home, uh, Prairie Home, Prairie Home Companion. Companion Robert Altman
0: directed that alongside they, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were yeah no boss. I mean I think he did that also because like that's a great prestige he was hired so that if Robert Altman passed away in the middle of filming yeah he would he would finish <coughs> directing it sure which is which I think is dope Yep. I don't. I don't dislike PT Anderson as a human being. Yeah. I, I don't even dislike PT Anderson. I just like. I don't. I don't. I don't get caught up in it as much as other people. Likewise,
1: that, That's which all. is why we have a podcast together because we're kind of on the same page when it comes to that. And I. And he's talented and, and and all that stuff. I just think some of his movies, when people talk about them, I just want to tell them, will you just relax, please, settle yeah. down. I don't just like settle down. Like, mean, like I Inherent want- Vice.
0: Settle down The movie or, was like Okay at best Settle down Or like Electric electric relaxation Please settle Relax down Relax yourself Dude Please settle down Yeah Because mostly dudes That talk about Paul Thomas Ambers. No I mean Yeah And so I feel like That's that Yeah I, I, I found our survey Oh okay So I want to shout out Matt Adams Alright 23 year old Scorpio His nice. favorite movies are Ha The Master Singing in the Rain Pierre Faux, Stardust Memories, The Saddest Music in the World, okay. Lost in Translation, The Cave and Mrs. Miller, oh, okay. The Young Girls of Rogue Four. I imagine that's that. True. That's a good list. That's a great list. Yeah. That's a varied list. That's that's clearly the list of someone who has who's developed his own taste and opinion. And is still developing because he's 23 years old. Yeah, it's, you're only going to discover more movies. Yeah. I'm very excited for you. Yeah. And yeah, he would like us to do commentary on... Guy Madden films, Disney Princess films, Albert Brooks films, hmm. The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Uh, I'm supposed opposed to that. The Swimmer, Gremlins 2, Jopalma huh. films, yeah. The Ending of Jungle Fever. Oh, like the ending ending? Where it's like, no!
1: I, you know... Because I have I have a very profound opinion
0: on the very end of Jungle Fever. Well, I think, ties I, I, movie, think, so. I think that's why he wants us... Okay. To, so... You know, when we... If if and when... I think it's more of a when. Yeah. When we do a Patreon, these are all ones that I'd, <coughs> I'd be pretty into doing. Yes. There's some less, but it it doesn't matter which are. So, Matt Adams, you're the fucking man. Yes. Um, also, and in addendum, we had that superhero episode two weeks ago. Yes. And I just want to... I just want to say I'm mad that we didn't bring up the song Secret Wars by Last Emperor. Yes.
1: Who goes out of his way to do impersonations of various rappers. Actually, so
0: let me back up. Why don't you explain the song? Okay, so The Last Emperor, who was one of the first acts signed to Dr. Dre's Aftermath Entertainment, yeah. oh, uh, made famous by the song in America, also known as CIA, Off the, way, off the Cis Lounge. Cis Lounge CD with Zach Della Roca and KRS Oni. And, um, he, he made this song called The Secret Wars, which was about a battle between, uh, Marvel superheroes and rappers, and uh, spoiler alert: um, the rappers win, mm-hmm. and it's really good. Um, I, I would say I would bet dollars to donuts that our closing song this week will be "The Secret Wars" in full.
1: Absolutely, that's a song I won't have to download because you know that shit's in my
0: iTunes. So. Yeah, well, it's in mine too. Uh, and and he never great you know, simple beat like yeah. the, the
1: piano sample, hard drums. It's yeah, it's a good um, it's a good song.
0: And uh yeah and and he never actually put that album out on Aftermath. Yeah. He uh he made an album. It was never released. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. And he's dope. I wonder what he's doing now. He's i love I think he, I don't I don't <coughs> remember if I'm hallucinating or he actually made a sequel, but I was he was always promising a sequel to The Secret Wars. That's right. I can't I can't remember now. He's yeah, you know, he's one
1: of those guys that always makes me it's like the Philadelphia hip-hop scene is always very strange to, to me because it seems small, but it's so different. Like, from one block over to the next, you got like the incense conscious rappers, then you got like the grimy underground rappers, then you got the the grimy underground nerdy rappers. That's what I'm doing. And then you got the grimy like street rappers, like Philadelphia hip and then like, you know, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. It, it, it's uh, for such a small scene, it's such a varied,
0: you know, kind of... Uh, I mean, Philly's a weird city. And Philly's I mean, weird and I, as shit. And I mean that... Uh, yeah, not, no offense. It's like, just, uh, that, to me, one, Philly, to me, is the sixth borough. Really? Yeah. Not New Jersey? Jersey City could be, like, the seventh borough.
1: What about Long Island? I think there's, there's, there's places that... I get what you're saying, but I just think there's...
0: Look, this is my argument. Fair enough. Uh, I want to see if we can just skim through... Some movies that I think we should have talked about that we that we didn't. Yes, please. Let's see if we can do these quick. Okay. Unbreakable. Yes.
1: One of the more interesting uh, topics. I, I like that movie. It's it's it's. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's the second M Night Shyamalan movie that That's... like I really 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 like. It's one of two. The other one is technically a superhero movie as well. I really really like Split. And which is the sequel to is, exactly and if you didn't know that fuck you no seriously it's it's one of those, i knew before i saw it cuz it got spoiled yeah. for me i i, was, went, I, I was, wanted
0: to see it. i had no idea i was tight i was pissed when i found out cuz i i if i had found that if i had, was watching that movie and that happened i would have lost my shit i love when i get actually surprised in a movie yeah i saw it with my friend who had
1: already seen it and then we went to go, see he saw it again, he saw it with me for the first time, and I already knew, and then he was like, oh, just wait till the curse, I know! Like,
0: I gave him one of those, because I was annoyed. So, I yeah, Unbreakable is a superhero <coughs> and supervillain origin story. Yes. And I, I think it's, uh, you know, as much, much, it didn't do well in the box office, but it created... The, it, it didn't?
1: No. That was during a period where I didn't keep up with that kind of stuff, so I wouldn't... Uh, It was was
0: considered a failure compared to The Sixth Sense, Okay, but it developed a strong cult following. Sure. Okay. Did you ever see the deleted scenes from Unbreakable? No. (gasps) There's
1: a scene. There's like three scenes that didn't get into the movie that show a young Mr. Glass. Oh. Like different accidents that happened when he was a kid. There is one. It's horrific, and you don't even actually see... You don't see him. He goes to um, he his mom takes him to this amusement park and he goes on one of the teacup rides. Oh And no. he's kind of exactly. He's kind of scared to do it. And his mom's like, "No, it's okay. you you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll you'll be fine." And then like, just off camera, you hear him go ah ah like the teacup is slamming around. And then there's this like all these people rush to go and get him after like his mom's like, "Stop the ride!" And then like. You see their reaction. The camera focuses on their yeah. face, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like it, it's such a great Alfred scene. Hitchcock
0: yes, show people's response. Yes, Continue rather. Or to uh, two. A couple weeks ago, we went to see Kevin geeks out yes. about Stephen King, mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, James. Uh, what's his What's his last name? Hancock. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did a thing. He 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 talked about how like there's the describing the door. Yes. Slightly yes. opening yes. the door yes. and opening the door. Correct. Um, which is both metaphorical and not. Mm-hmm. Or as I like to say, metafivical. Like a metaphor so extreme <laughs> sure. that it's a metafive. Um, <coughs> so he did a good job of just describing the door in that scene, it seems like. Yeah. And I, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Big Hero 6. Yeah. Yeah that too that made me happy that's a happy one Beemo? Absolutely. absolutely yes I feel like you and I if we were to make toys we could be bemos <laughs> yeah because we're like big cuddle, big, <coughs> big cuddly men yes we are uh, Supergirl
1: the the movie yeah okay That I mean I haven't watched that since I was a kid but All I remember right. as a kid even then I was like oh, they're trying to be
0: like so I, I just remember not being too in, in into it I, I like it, but it's like it's weird. Yeah. We also ne- didn't ever talked about Donner Superman, but like everyone knows that movie's great. That's true. It, yeah.
1: The first two talk, I like Superman. We, we talked two. about
0: Superman three in mm-hmm. depth. Superman
1: two I think is my favorite of those movies. Uh, Punisher War Zone. Punisher War Zone. Shout out to um,
0: Lexi Alexander. Lexi Alexander's yes. Violent masterpiece. <laughs> yes.
1: Great. Vil- Dominic West doesn't uh, is underrated. He doesn't get enough credit. For he, gets a, he
0: gets a lot of credit for the wire for being so. in The Wire, which is the best show ever made. I guess. It's not it's better. Fine. It's not better than Deep Space Nine. It's not it's better not than It's not better um, than the Eric Andre show. Oh
1: shit, you just beat me around, <laughs> okay, that's what I was gonna say. And and, and I mean it too.
0: No, I, I, I do, and I uh once someone tweeted me like what's a better show than The Wire and I tweeted the Eric Andre show. Bird up. And and Eric Andre retweeted me. Nice. He knows. Of course. I mean, you know, uh, Citizen Taxi. Hmm? That's Toxic Avenger Four. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. You haven't seen that one? No. It's the best no? one. Is it? It's okay. possibly the best trauma
1: movie. I always feel bad. Trauma movies bring out the pretentious a hole in me. That those I just I respect that movement, but that's your movies themselves. I can't. I just I couldn't I can't really get into those too much
0: uh yeah some of them are really difficult this uh Citizen Toxie I think is a great movie okay it's a lot of fun okay and uh yeah it's got it's got alternate universes it's got sergeant kabuki man it's got a developmentally disabled guy called the retard revenger and it's not that offensive Uh, oh okay he smokes crack in the movie what what's happening yeah have you ever smoked pcp no not yet okay yeah uh that's funny um Citizen Toxic yes. Toxic Avenger 4. Yes. It's a it's a great movie and I really want more people to see it cuz I think there are people who have like a real niche love of trauma. Yeah. But they might not necessarily be our listeners. Sure yeah. Like uh, a yeah. lot of trauma yeah, film fans are know a lot about trauma films yes. and horror films yes. and more like they're super knowledgeable. It's insane. Yes. Um Way more knowledgeable than me, but but I feel like it's like often just like a different sort of thing. Yeah. Uh definitely agree with that. But I think it's a great movie and
1: I'd like our listeners to check it out and tell me what to think. Speaking of those kinds of fans too, uh I'm getting we're getting um John Cribs, I was speaking to him yesterday and Chiller Chiller convention's coming up, so I think we should all kind of road trip uh, up there in November. Where is it? It's in uh, some random place in New Jersey. It's not like a Marriott,
0: like a ca- big castle-looking Marriott. I'm so down. I've been this year. I went to two Magic tournaments yeah. uh-huh. and and a comic book convention. Right. And I love, I love it, dude. Yeah. I
1: met the Nasty Boys and Greg the Hammer Valentine at my first Chiller Convention. It was very awesome. All
0: right, uh, Dread. I can't believe we didn't <coughs> talk about Dread. The Carl Urban or the Sylvester? Stallone? Yeah, not the Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> not, not Look, okay. I don't think it's nearly as bad a movie as people thought, but it's not a good Judge Dredd movie. Sure. It's a good 90s, like, slice sty- s- alone adventure romp that yeah, they threw Judge Dredd onto. It doesn't get more 90s than Armand Desante as the villain. <laughs> That's very 90s, but you're talking about the Carl Urban one. True, which which is but, good, I saw but, that at TIFF, okay. But to interject, mm-hmm. I did see a movie a couple months ago <laughs> That I never that I never talked to you about uh-huh. with Armin Armand Desante as Frederick Nietzsche in a film called Nietzsche Wept, which is oh, a, no. which is a movie remake of a book by um, Doctor Yalom who invented existential psychology, wow. which was about what would if Nietzsche what would happen if Nietzsche had undergone psychoanalysis. Wow. Yeah, it it sounds like it would be a great movie, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't not, uh, the lady. The lady who plays uh, the first, the first queen in Vikings is in it. Okay, and she's she's beautiful. Mm. And I like Vikings. I think I might be done with it, but I uh, after you recommended me watch Valhalla Rising like a year yeah, and a half yeah. ago, yeah, I got obsessed with Vikings. Yeah, so I watched a lot of Vikings. Yeah, I uh, Valhalla Rising came up recently only because it's. Uh, it's akin to Zama, but anyway. And also, like, uh, there are plenty of black Vikings, by the way, for all you racists that are upset about black Vikings in Ragnarok. Do your fucking history. Do your fucking history. Just like anyone,
1: just the noise. Oh, gosh. No, but the yeah. thing is,
0: there's this idea that Vikings were, like, these purists, mm-hmm. but that's just not true. Yeah. There's 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 proof of, like, there's, like, Islamic rings buried in Viking... Viking Braves mm-hmm. in scandinavia wow you know what i'm saying there's like, all yeah my
1: friend uh chinua he's a he has a uh, phd in african-american history was telling me too how not like they intended to but just in their actions they ended up doing so they interrupted the slave trade a lot which was uh kind of cool just like in their um you know oh i'm sorry
0: jesus we're gonna have to edit this out that was pirates a different time here no, I love the idea that pirates were, were interrupting slavery. Sure. I sure. mean, the Vikings, uh, there's proof that the Vikings were, ob- I mean, obviously a native in, in America. Yeah. Because Leif Erikson was a Viking. He was there before Amerigo Vespucci, before Christopher Columbus. Mm-hmm. Fuck all you guys. Was not it, er- Yeah, it was not Leif Erikson. 22 AE, right? Yeah, I think so. That's kind of a memory. I kind of vaguely remember that. Okay. 22 AE. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so that's that uh but Dread yeah it's like it was it was it was comic book raid as you pointed out yes one time mhm I liked that movie I had a, a I had a fun time I saw it
1: once in the theater and it was a fun theater experience the Blade Trilogy let's just say the B- Blade 1 and 2 but whatever yeah I, I was very disappointed in, in, in Blade 3 in Blade Trinity rather um I always liked Ryan Reynolds normally I liked it like his whole thing um I just thought it really paled
0: in comparison to, to the first two.
1: Especially two. Play You're two. an
0: albino, but you pale in comparison. Oh, shit. Was that, from, was that in Scribble Jam? It sounds like something maybe Sage Francis would have I think have said Sage to, Francis uh, said that to Brother guy. Ali.
1: Yeah, who else was Scribble would it Jam? Be? There's not. Crondon?
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Albie, I feel like he's Albion. too... He wouldn't have anything
1: to do with that scene. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's. There's more than... Albion is also an albino rapper. Oh, I don't know him. Yeah. Okay. He he used to be... He used to go by the name Translucent. Okay. He was in the rap group Blue Reels. Okay. Uh, They were good. I produced a song on their album. Oh, dope. Uh, Orgasmo. Yes. Hell yes. Now you're a man. Yes. A a A
1: man, a man, a man, a man. Now you're a man. Yes. That's man... <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in any movie, and I'm not just saying this, and it's one of those things where I try to play for people and they don't get it, and I end up laughing hysterically, and they're like, okay, what's the... And it just makes me look like an idiot, which makes me laugh even harder. Yeah. It's the scene where he says, Dad, I don't think I want to do hamster style anymore. Yeah. See, and his son's
0: like, That's nice, son. That's nice. Yeah. And he just goes back to eating cereal. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I think uh is <laughs> kind of funny. <coughs> Basketball is great. Yeah. Ba- baseball is great. Yes. Uh, the Rocketeer.
1: Yeah, okay. The Incredibles. Fuck yes! God damn. Hell yeah! How
0: did we miss like possibly the best superhero movie? I don't know because that movie is goddamn great. I'm um, uh, yeah. Um, Bird. That what's the director? Brad Bird. Yes. Yeah, he's he's excellent. Uh, I wish Tomorrowland was more. There was more Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Sure. Sure. But there there was that was that movie is also a movie that I actually kind of liked. Yeah. I just wish there was more Tomorrowland. Sure. But the Incredibles is such a great superhero story. It is. I've seen that movie far too many times. Flash that's okay. Flash Gordon.
1: Yes. That's a yes. So, um, a little dated, I guess, and I do yeah. worry that, that be, that's more like, um, that, that movie has like a split, uh, fan base there's people who, who like it genuinely and those are people I respect and then cause there's like there's some cheesiness to that movie people like oh man it's so like cheesy and bad that's why I like it which I hate people who do that kind of shit so you know shout yeah. out shout out to my friend Doug Fry who's a religious uh, listener he loves all of your
0: commentary uh, Flash is um, one of his all time fa- favorite movies I think well, it is his number one fa- favorite hold on a second Yeah. well Doug you're one of my favorite people yes and I'd never even met you before. Say I go east? Yes, sir. Go
1: to the east, my brother. To the
0: east. Shout out to the X clan Doug Fry, are you a thug guy? Would you go up to a thug and say blood by? <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know. One of my favorite battle bars I'll tell you off. Because it'll just
1: throw people. The more we talk about that, but I have to tell you off <laughs> record. Okay. It makes me laugh hysterically every time. I, I can just think about it and laugh. Yeah, um. What's my exit here? Isn't it like 13 something? I don't know. I'm all going off of, uh. Uh. Yeah,
0: because I'm 18. Oh, never mind. For Utopia Parkway. Okay. Uh. <coughs> so, uh. Yeah, I feel like the people that like Flash Gordon passionately are probably also into trouble movies. Some, definitely. There has to be a crossover. You know, people that just like movies. Yes. Know. Uh the Crow Wicked Game. Which one was that? Eric Furlong. Who? Eric For Eddie Furlong.
1: Oh, I don't even remember that one. There's like four. He was he was a crow? Yeah.
0: Edward oh man, okay. Yeah, David Boreanis from Angel Fame was, was in it too. Okay. I would I would tell you to check it out. Yeah I'm not but you know what crow I am a fan of. The third one? The one with Kirsten Dunst?
1: Yes, and why? Why would I be a fan of that one? Uh, it's been a long time. So Because who plays Crow? Who stars as Crow? Eric Mabius. Amherst. Yeah. 413. Eric Mabius. Okay. Steve yeah. Rogers from Welcome to the Dollhouse. Damn it. Amherst, 413, Making the Hometown Proud. He was a Crow.
0: Yeah, he was. That's in
1: the history books. Amherst, where, where it was it?
0: The- it was definitely better than The Crow 2. It's etched in stone. Okay, alright. I'll give it that. Right. I don't know if it's better than the Crow 1.
1: Yeah, Crow 1 is... Crow 1 is really good, actually. I watched it... I haven't watched it, like, super recently, but
0: I watched it in my 30s, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Fun fact. hmm There was a short time that, that DMX wanted to make a Crow movie. Really? With him as the Crow. Huh. And I'm, I'm really sad they didn't make that. I can see that. Given, like, his, his action movie pedigree, like, I, I can see and that. And also, like, like being a, <coughs> such a big fan of Marilyn Manson that he had him on his second album. Yeah. Yes. He was, like, he's into, you know... Yeah, I feel like I think he would have been a great crow. Yes, I like some of the movies he was in, such the, as uh, the movie he did with Steven Seagal, Exit, Exit Wounds. Exit Wounds. I like okay. that movie. Okay, uh, with Dragon, who made the album The Opposite of H Two O. Yes, which I think he was trying to say is fire because yeah. he's a dragon. Yes, you uh, get
1: we get it. We get it. Dragon. The
0: album is actually pretty good, but the name is like the name sure. is. Yeah. Okay the name is the name is troubling yeah is but, he still in jail i don't know okay but Dragon, if you're listening we'd love to have you on the show yes because i think you're a great rapper you have an open invite you have open invite and i thought you were great in exit wounds uh tom arnold was in that movie he was funny him and anthony anderson okay. had a funny riff yeah at the end of the movie yeah it was pretty funny okay yeah I'd have to see that to believe it but alright I, I do trust you so yeah you know you should also trust that my taste is, is, is different that's true sometimes uh, yeah no, times on the same page well I didn't say different from you just different oh, oh sure 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 you know sure for better or for worse Ah, uh, but oh my god you went to New York Film Festival I did, and I'm, I'm still in the midst of it. I got three more movies to see. So what have you seen so far? <coughs>
1: I saw Last Flag Flying, Richard Linklater's a movie, and he surprisingly showed up to uh, intro the movie. Um, Can you tell me how that's a sequel to The Last Detail? It's a spiritual uh, sequel. He couldn't use the same names or, like, the same whatever, but it's still based on the book, but he had to change a lot of stuff up. So, like, Brian Cranston is the Jack Nicholson character. Oh. Steve Carell is the Randy Quaid uh, character. Oh!
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh! Yeah. You're blowing my fucking mind. Yeah. That's much better than the supposed graduate sequel with Kevin Costner as the supposed inspiration for Dustin Hoffman. Oh. there's a movie... Like, oh, with Jennifer Aniston, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I, re- I remember...
1: Wow, I went to the movies one, and I saw the trailer for that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was weird. Yeah. Like Last, a like yeah. sort of sequel to The Graduate? Yeah. I it never was, saw it. Never bothered. Yeah, I wasn't... I... You know, I liked The Graduate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, how was the movie? Well, short, I will say Last Flag
1: Flying is an anti-war movie that gives respect to the military. So, Which is
0: hard to do. It's difficult to do, and I like that. I really like that. Sort of like how you can be anti-war but pro the troops, and you and, can you can be a, a soldier and love the country, and also kneel during the American national anthem. <coughs> exactly, and this movie cannot have come as a better time because for as long, ever since you know, when,
1: when did we? When did Bush bring us into war? Oh one, right? Oh one. Ever since actually, then,
0: oh, oh two, I guess. Are uh, yeah? Uh, are we talking Iraq or Afghanistan? I Just. Iraq. We well, we went to Iraq uh, about a year after 9-11. Yeah. Either way, since then, there's been this hard line
1: that if you don't support the war, then you don't support the troops. And that always pissed me off because it's like, no, bullshit. And also, I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to say... Uh, I'm not even necessarily anti-war. I'm anti-unnecessary war. Okay? I, and, and I know I should be anti-war because war is wrong, but all I'm saying is, like, the Iraq war... I'm not, oh, can you look into some directions for me? I'm not, I, I, you know, I'm really against it. And I would get upset when people just automatically just choose for me and say, oh, so then you just don't support the troops.
0: I'm like, don't speak for me. That's not true at all. You're not, you're not necessarily opposed to war. You're opposed to unnecessary war. One thousand percent. And you believe that it's, it's not unpatriotic. In fact, I think it's patriotic to be opposed to Um, a government that you think is doing wrong things.
1: That's another... Oh, and that's I'm not going to give too much away because the movie's not even out yet. But you wouldn't get this from the trailer, but in Last Flag Flying, there's a whole plot point about how the government lies to Steve Carell about something. And then there's a great moment in the movie... Where some, there's this whole talk, and Steve Carell just kind of blurts out. He's like, you know, I don't really trust the government right now. And it's, it's a great moment. Steve Carell, first of all, the three guys, Lawrence Fishburne, Brian Cranston, and Steve Carell, they're, they're ex military buddies who reunite to kind of do something. Yeah. And um, what was I going to say? Uh, Steve Carell, uh, they all have great left ke- on the chemistry. Brian Cranston is a bit of a scene stealer. It gets a little annoying, you know, in in certain parts. But Steve Carell really stands out. Steve Carell gives a really good performance, a good so- solo performance outside of the ensemble chemistry that, uh, that that the three
0: of them have together. So for someone who doesn't really care for Richard Linklater, mm-hmm. do you think I'll like the movie? Yes, like in I,
1: you'll come out of the movie going, oh yeah, that was cool. What else did you see at the film festival thus far? Last night, fresh off, fresh, I saw Zama. Almost, almost a decade since Lucretia Martel has released a uh, feature film, and goddammit, it it was really good. Which is like, well, what do you want me to do, man? It was one of the best, uh, it's one of the best feelings in the world when you wait long for a movie, and you build it up, you know, in your head, like, oh, please be good, blah, blah, blah. And then, it's good. It's great. I'm sorry. It's great. Sorry for going off on that riff. It's just I'm I'm. It's been less than twenty four hours since I've seen it, and it's really really good. You it's, liked it. Yeah. What's it, it about? It is about this character. His name is Diego de Zama. He is a uh, appointed uh, counselor, wh- whatever exactly. He, he he's like a government position, uh, an Argentinian government position, and he's stationed on this like remote uh, island. And he's desperate. He wants to get out of there. He's lonely. He's depressed. And he's waiting for a transfer. The transfer never comes, so he takes on this kind of mission that will hopefully get him home. And things just go fucking downhill. The movie
0: is, is is this movie is very very real. I mean, she, her movies are amazing. Yes, she's one of the best living directors. I, I absolutely agree, and I can't wait to see Zama. Yes. Have you seen any other movies in the film festival? No, those are the only two. Uh, and you, co- you and I have a friend date to yes, see the yes, new we, Claire Denis film. Yes, we next do. Sunday. Yes. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm very excited about Ooh, it. Maybe we'll make an episode post. Yeah. Post uh, Claire Denis. Yes, I'm fine with that. Maybe we'll see.
1: It's been called a. Uh, I've been reading nonstop reviews. It's, it's been called a Claire Denis rom com. Whatever that means, uh, I'm down.
0: I don't know why you do that to yourself. I, when someone, I can't help it. It's just I, yeah. I know. You're when, right. I just when I can't someone help it. I like has something out, I try to I try to keep my ears closed. So you and Chris Runderberg are doppelgangers.
1: Um, I'm the opposite. I have to know everything. I remember. God damn it! I remember when the second Christopher Nolan Batman movie came out. I, I waited and stayed up to, like, get, like, bootleg images to see what Two-Face looked like, like, to see if people would take snapshots, and, and I did all that
0: stuff. But yeah, it, it, it's it's a problem. It's a sickness. Oh, yeah. I like so, spoiling myself. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I do it sometimes yeah. with, like, books and stuff, and I always regret it. Sure. So I don't do it. All right. Oh, me. I know that I'm going to watch every Claire Digny movie. Sure. And I still have a lot of catching up to do. Right. So I don't need to know anything about this movie other than, like, a basic premise. hmm And, in fact, I'm kind of excited that I don't even know the basic premise, so I'm just going to go into it completely cold. I like that. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. So, I have, um,
1: but, and also after that, uh, I have, um... Todd Haynes' new film, yeah. which I don't even know what to think. Wonderstruck. Yeah, uh, yes, I don't Based know. Based off what... of
0: the young adult novel.
1: Yes, it looks like something he's like never done before, which you know intrigues me, but I don't know what to. I don't know what to expect, and I, in a way, I guess that's a good thing because Todd Haynes, he's still a great filmmaker, but he used to, he was a very like transgressive, uh, guy. And now uh, this looks like a family movie. I don't know what to think about a Todd Haynes family movie. I'm, I'm not sure. Sorry, i um, Yeah, but I'm looking forward to it. And then I'm also seeing the new Hank Suso movie. Well, if I, can,
0: if I can interject for a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as you might know these days, YouTube has a commercial on every video now. Yeah. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, mm-hmm. if you think that's going to get me to buy a subscription, you're wrong. Right. That's mm-hmm. not how it works for me. But for 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 a movie for something I was watching on YouTube, the trailer was wonderstruck. So I had to watch thirty seconds of it, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, this this is Todd Haynes. Yeah, exactly. Same, same. So we'll see what he does. We'll see. Like who knows? It could be. Uh, it, it seemed like it seemed like you know, Hugo ish.
1: Yes. Yes, and I don't think he's ever made a bad movie. So I I find it hard after. Who, Martin Scorsese? No, Todd Haynes. That will start making I bad movies jo- now. I was so. joking. No, I thought it made perfect sense, though. It does look like his Hugo. No, no. Percent.
0: I'm joking that, that I thought you were saying Martin Scorsese had never made a bad oh, movie. Oh, shit. No, it yeah, totally it. looked like yeah. his Hugo. And I liked Hugo. Oh, okay. I yeah. did. And what was the other movie? Um, Su So? Yeah, his new movie. Which the title,
1: I honestly forgot. But it okay. looks cool. It looks shot beautifully in black and white. And his films are great, too. So black yeah. black and white. That's yeah. exciting. Yes.
0: yes. Um, that's done not as much these days.
1: Yeah. What's uh, you know, I'm a little I'm I'll see, I will all see it eventually. I just I get very anxious, but the the killing of a sacred deer, Yorgos Lanthimos' new film that didn't come to New York Film Fest and um Oh yeah, that looked that looked crazy. It, it did. That it looked did. crazy. It absolutely. Bro. Did. Yeah. Bro, I want to see that movie. I'm excited. I do too. We'll have to we'll have to do uh have to see that together. Yeah, I saw I was like what the fuck is this movie? Cuz it looks like it's funny. But also dark and fucked up. Too. Who's, well, I mean, who's, who's, who's know, that director? Yorgos Lanthamo. He directed Dogtooth, Alice, okay. um, right. The Lobster.
0: Oh, that? Yeah, I saw a preview on, on a YouTube video. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This yeah. looks great. Yeah.
1: <coughs> he's a guy who he's made the transition from his. Uh, homeland of greece and he made the transition to english-speaking movies very well a lot of it has to do with the fact that he brought along his greek team because that that happens a lot of time when foreign directors come to uh, you know to america specifically they don't do so well because they kind of leave behind the folks that helped them be successful but he i mean hard hard target
0: was pretty damn
1: good (laughs) it was let's let's keep it real yeah just yeah generally speaking though it's like yes it, it's 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 sometimes a bad transition. Look at Stoker. Gosh, what a disappointment! It's, it's often
0: it's often a losing losing proposition. Yes. Yeah, Stoker was a weird movie. Yeah. Blueberry Nights. Oh come on! I like Blueberry.
1: I'm Nights. driving. I don't want to crash this. Car. I don't want us to die. I don't well, either.
0: This, but I wanted to when I
1: saw my Blueberry Nights. I'm sorry, that was harsh.
0: This episode was brought to you. No. Um, yeah, it's it, it's hard. Uh, yeah, the lobster was was a home run
1: thousand percent
0: and but how do we end this episode
1: i'm not sure we're about we're i don't know three minutes away from our, our destination our destination.
0: So we got a fi- final destination well whoa there's people in this tunnel yeah i know well i'll say I, I enjoy jesus i enjoy the driving episodes yes but i'd like to do less of them and i think that i think that's the next step step yeah because cause, cause it's... Oh, we're like almost in Astoria. Um, Are we? No. I, oh. I misread the situation. No, we might be. I don't know. Whatever. No, we aren't. I read it wrong. Um, but, you know, it, it's been fun. But I think, I think I'm think i ready to not do this. Same, man. Um, we're um, we're not too far from where L O Cool J grew up.
1: Where three-fourths of Tribe Called Quest grew up. You literally said this the last driving episode. I Look, I have weird pride in places that i'm kind of from and partially from so i have to say it how many times do i say amherst 413 i like it's gonna I, I
0: like the amherst 413 it yeah. takes less time to say
1: people sometimes oh just i don't know if i've did, did we because people ask me sometimes what 413 means did i bring this up on the podcast it's amherst area code okay okay just i knew so you that know.
0: you didn't have i know that from okay. 413 battle league well now people oh, who who it's your boy i know Yes, run by a guy, graduate. Shout yes. out to Jason Weeks, a.k.a. Voorhees. He's a talented rapper. Whoa! what good? That scared me. Oh. <laughs> no. All right, so uh, this episode was brought to you by uh, Bud Light Lime Strawberry. And Black and, Rob. Whoa. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Coleman Mead's uh, face in The Shining Remake. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, I've got something important to tell you, man. The big story is...
2: Dig this and dig it deep. What if I had the power to gather all of my favorite MCs With the illest comic book characters and they became arch enemies Inconceivable, unbelievable, yet as wild as it seems The Emperor and Stan Lee will coach the two opposing teams Keep it clean, no bats, no gats, guns or interference Comic book characters will go head up with raw lyrics, now I take Whoever might be on break from doing tours, and have them sign up for the last and secret war. Sure, for that kind of capacity we need a crazy margarina that might stretch from West Philadelphia to East Medina. If I'm able, I'd put it on pay-per-view through my label, and give free tickets to my neighborhood bums with no cable. Yeah, that sounds bad. Now that we've squared away the propositions, let's begin with the ultimate tough man At competition. Set it off, it's the fight of the century. KRS and Professor X will battle each other mentally with rhymes. Two team captains waste no time. Charles Xavier tried to invade Chris Parker's mind. He shot a cerebral probe at Chris's mind, but he missed it. Professor X taken out by the Blastmaster's metaphysics. Round two, new fight, words of life, you gotta see this. Locked in Mortal Kombat is Doctor Strange and the genius. Yeah, son, he's no match. Let that graphic wizard have it. My liquid sword slashes straight to Doctor Strange's magic. Another hero down, and now the score is two to zero. By words from the genius, and he's still my ramen hero. Now the next fight was conducted in a rough-like manner. Specifically between Reggie Noble and Dr. David Banner. But should I say the incredible Hulk when he's amped off the gamma? Well Reggie Noble soon became the incredible Red Man and slammed him. You know how Red Man gets when his adrenaline starts pumping Started skitzing in the ring So then the thing tried to jump in Ben Grimm leaps into the ring And after Red Man he lunges But Reggie Noble dropped him With two bricks city he punches Bums by the bunches Bums get at the Middle Eastern dungeons Ready to set this like Detective Columbo With his hunches While the refs clean out the ring Cause the last fight was so intense Let's do a live interview With the brother named Common Sense Yeah, yeah, it's Common Sense A so nice man tried to freeze me So I took him to Chicago And told him to pay.